and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the bullshit. Hi, I'm Dave, and joining me is my fellow connoisseur in bullshit, of course, my trusty co-host, friend, and colleague, Mr. Zach. Zach, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. The friend, colleague, and the dumbest person you know, as always. <laughs> what were you trying to... What were you, Rodney, for, uh, Rodney on Fridays for yeah. as the smartest person I know, and we need to, you know, we, had to, we have to attract all spectrums in a manner of folks. <laughs> now, Zach, I got a question for you. Um, last week, you, you were, you said how you went to uh, CVS Health and got a, a COVID-19 test. And uh, they told you uh, they were going to have to wait uh, some, some number of days to get a result. And I haven't heard about this since. So have you gotten a result? I did. I got it on Thursday. Uh, so I got it two days after um, my uh, test results. And um, I, got, I got the test results two days after the test and negative. So no COVID for me. Mm. Now, how do you feel about that? Did you because there, there was we were talking about this uh, I think last week and a little bit off off the air how there was sort of a maybe I don't know how to word this but maybe maybe just get I it got and get it, it over with okay kind yeah. of thing <laughs> uh, so are you were you were you happy disappointed you know feelings? I'm happy because I'm go, uh, Labor Day is coming up and I'm I'm glad I, I get <laughs> okay. to go out and uh, go down to the beach for Labor Day weekend. So nice. if I, you know, if I would have been positive, I would have had a quarantine for 14 days. So, <laughs> well, yeah, so you're, well, that's good. You're a responsible citizen. So, so you're sort of happy that you can just go about your life a little bit now. Yeah, exactly. You could have been, you know, as we said, as of course, um, is no secret, but uh, is that, you know, people can have this stuff and be asymptomatic and be spreading it all, all the while not knowing. So uh, I'm glad. So are you feeling okay? Yeah. I'm feeling fine today. So last few had, days, I felt fine. You had a Dave uh, freak out. And, I did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, I had a little uh, Dave freak out, the weird symptoms going on, and, you know. Oh, man. So, well, you know, it's okay. I mean, um, you, you got tested. It's good to know because you could potentially have, have had it, and we're spreading it around, and you did the right thing by getting the test. I'm happy to hear that uh, no COVID, and I'm happy to hear that you're feeling better. Uh, excellent, man, yeah. Uh, anything else going on in your sphere? Anything to complain about? Anything, uh, anything sticking in your craw? Um, the lady at uh, Dunkin' Donuts this morning was kind of a bitch when I went to get my <laughs> coffee, but that's about it. <laughs> I mean, that's Dunkin' Donuts, and what do you, what do you expect yeah. at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did mobile order, and I get up, I, you know, I checked in, you know, I, I, at the window, I said, hey, I did a mobile order, and the guy was like, okay, I pull up, and I get there, and she's just like staring at me. <laughs> and she starts yelling at me for payment. I'm like, I already paid. And, and she was trying to tell me I didn't. And I'm like, look, my, and she was like, well, what's your name? And I'm like, Zach. And she was like, uh, she was like, well, I don't know who paid and who didn't. And I was like, it's like, told you mobile. I, I, she was just very frustrated because it was, you know, it's Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. Of course, it's going to be busy. So I, she was yeah, just yeah. frustrated how busy it was. But I was like, look, don't take it out of me, man. I'm just trying to get my coffee and go, go about my business. It's the last thing I want to deal with in the morning. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, uh, no, no, no big complaints. The uh, life is, life is pretty good. Uh, except, uh, well not except, but actually yesterday I went and I, I went to the movie theater for the first time in, I don't know, nine, eight, nine months. Yeah. Uh, wife and I went to see uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet. So it was a, it was a good experience. It's good to be back in the movies. They did, uh, AMC does 40%. Uh, capacity and we did the same thing as you do at Dunkin' Donuts was we, we had an online order so we just picked up some popcorn yeah got our sodas uh, sat down in our Lovely. seat they have the they have the recliners there in that one so uh, two of us and then on the other side are two empty seats two empty seats and then some people beyond there and it felt totally fine I didn't feel unsafe it felt great perfect that actually sounds like it'd be better than normally going to the movies yeah, to be completely honest with you I hate going to the movies <laughs> Should keep it like this forever. Yeah. I love going to the movies and I hate going to the movies just because people are jerks usually. And you know, yeah. they talk on their cell phones, doing X, Y, Z, whatever, you know? And it's like, dude, just, I just, can we all just sit here in the theater and enjoy the movie and not have to, you know, be assholes. Yeah, I agree. I, I think things have gotten a little better since they, it depends where you are, but at least the location I'm at where they did the whole, the full renovation, which actually limited uh, the total number of seats there. But yeah, I remember sitting there. I think it, it, it sort of breaks up the, the crowds that used to gather, I think, in the rows. I remember yeah. we were watching, there'll be like 30 people in the front, just like they're hanging out in their backyard. Yeah. <laughs> what are you people doing? Yeah. And why did you pay money to come here and not watch the movie? Yeah, exactly. That is, that is bullshit. That's, that's definitely. Uh, yeah, that's I would love to, I tell you what, um, it, 
you can't replicate the experience of going to a movie. Now, some people say like with digital versus film, it's, it's the same thing as sitting in your house. I don't know about that, but like, I know like Disney, there's this big controversy going on. Disney is releasing Moana yeah. on Disney plus, but you have to pay 30 bucks for it. Right. It, but oh, do um, you? yeah, yeah. You have to pay like, I think 30 bucks to see it or not Moana. I'm sorry. Um, Oh God. What is it? Uh, Mulan. Mulan. Yeah. Mulan, sorry, not you Mulan. have to pay for that. Yes, because they're not instead of a theatrical release, it's like you you you're there doing a kind of like on demand from your home. Oh, and I was like, it brings up the thing, like instead of like going to the movies, like would you pay like thirty dollars to rent a brand new movie? But you're going to pay like forty bucks to go see it in the theaters. Yeah, I don't think uh, I think that the, what I'm paying for is to sit there in a nice seat and uh, watch a giant screen in front of me. Uh, in a quiet room in an in an actual theater. I mean, as yeah. as close as our our living rooms have gotten with uh, you know yeah. big screen TVs that can display in HD or 4K or whatever, it's not the same. And I would I I had no idea they were do I had no idea they were charging for that. I mean, they yeah. already charged for the streaming service. Um, no, no way in heck would I pay. I I mean, I don't really. I don't, I, well, I don't rent movies either. I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, I want to see this on Amazon Prime or something. I'll pay the yeah. three ninety nine. I rent movies more than I go see them in theaters just because I, I love the experience of like sitting in, like you said, sitting in a theater, seeing the gigantic screen, all that. Yeah. But I cannot stand the people around me that go to the theaters. <laughs> all right. I'm going to be hundred percent honest. It, it ruins it for me. Like I remember when I saw, um, uh, Christopher Nolan, uh, interstellar, yeah. there was this guy sitting right next to me that was just laughing hysterically the entire movie. <laughs> well, did you think interstellar, well, did you think interstellar was a funny movie? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Right. It would just be the, the dumbest mundane stuff. Like Matt Damon would, ha I mean, not Matt Damon, uh, Matthew McConaughey would have like a line about like, I don't know, like I'm going to space and he'd just be like, ha, ha, ha. and I'd be like, what the <laughs> hell are you laughing about, man? You know what I mean? So it's like little things like that. Or like, I remember when I saw Logan uh, in theaters, there was yeah. a guy that was sitting like four seats down that literally his phone rang and then he literally picked it up. and was like, Hey man, what's up? Yeah, I'm in the movie. And he sat there and had like a four minute conversation about it. You know, it's like, oh, and, I, and I feel like it's getting worse and worse, <laughs> you know? So, um, oh, they need to do something about the riffraff. Yeah. Yeah. The dang riffraff at the movie theater. <laughs> it gets a point when that it's, I feel like every time I've gone to the movies in the last, like, I don't know how many times it, it feels like every time I leave, like, God, I wish I could, uh, uh could have enjoyed it. <laughs> well, that sucks. It uh, so suck. I don't know. I mean, so in this case, last night, it was, it was great because it was limited capacity. No one was allowed, nothing like that. And, but what is, I, I was kind of thinking as I was there, I'm like, is this, is this kind of, is this thing over? I mean, this yeah. kind of movie going experience now, I mean, COVID is, it was COVID going to kill it because people were, they were having a hard time getting people, uh, you know, in theaters as it is, because people don't want to pay. Uh, they'd rather just be home. And you don't have to go out and deal with people or, 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 you know, or spend $10 for, I don't know, 30 ounces of popcorn, yeah. you know, like nothing. Uh, and so I, I did wonder about that when I was sitting there. Am I, is this like, you know, the death of an industry? I don't, th that thought did cross my mind. I think the best movie going experience I ever had was like four or five years ago. I don't know. It was when Quentin Tarantino released the hateful eight. Yeah. Um, or no, was it the Hateful Eight? The movie you released after Django is that what it's called Hateful Eight? Yeah, I think think so. Yeah, yes. Um, but he he did a limited release of it where it was played on actual like film projectors, not oh, digital, okay. right? And the movie theater next to my house was doing it, and it it was wild. It like changed the entire experience of it, like Versus seeing it like on play on actual film. Yeah, it was really cool. It does look different. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I, that was a good movie-going experience, too, for me. Um, I just watched that for the first time this weekend, actually. Really? Yes, I did. I rented it. <laughs> oh, what'd you think? It was all right. Just all right. All right. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I just thought there was so much... It, it was so much build-up. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of Brad Pitt driving around in a car. That's true. It was pretty badass, though, wasn't he? he was like a that was awesome. In that yeah, movie. Man. Pulled out with his damn uh, flamethrower. <laughs> Lit the girl up in the pool. All right, this is going to turn into the BS movie part. Yeah, so we, yeah. <laughs> it's BS. Everybody watching is like, BS is these guys won't talk about the BS. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just, just, just to close for me on this is I, I do think um, 
uh, trying to get me to pay for a movie that's not going to be out in theater as if I was paying the same or more that it would cost for me to see it in the theater is, is bullshit to me, not happening. But I do wonder in the future if, if they just start, you know, theaters become a rare thing and they're only in a couple select spots and um, the new releases basically get built into the price of your subscription, like the, what, what they do with Netflix. I wonder yeah. if that, that is the future. It would be cool. Like I know like a friend's mine that live in New York. I don't want to keep talking about this, but like they, their apartment <laughs> complex has like this big movie. They are their own like big theater with like stadium seatings. It's not like gigantic. It probably has like 10 recliners in it or something like that. Yeah. But like you reserve it. So it's like you could like pay like the 30 bucks to rent it and just reserve the spot. And like, that's when I'm going to watch it. Oh, when yeah. like, you know, ran out the time. And then it's pretty much like your own little personal movie theater experience for people that, you know, aren't rich enough to afford their own movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like uh, what you would do for like a UFC fight, right? You yeah. pay 50 bucks and you invite over a bunch of friends and everybody chips in, you know, a couple bucks or something. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's get to on. the PS items of the week, Zach. <laughs> uh, we are counting down the top five BS items of the week. Uh, Zach, you want me to run through the, our, uh, our five stories? Yep. Great. So we've got Rittenhouse Punches Girl. FDA says don't drink the hand sanitizer. And uh, the kind of police reform, maybe the one isn't everyone's calling for. We'll get to that. Let's, uh, let's tease that just a little bit. And then it was almost like Mardi Gras. Uh, more than 200 University of South Carolina students <laughs> decided to have a giant blowout party in the age of COVID. And then finally, Zach, the enemy of the people, TikTok, fueling gang violence with video game style scorecards of murder and stab. Dabbings. Woo! So uh, looking forward to getting into that. And uh, of course, yeah, I mean, TikTok, wh- why won't Trump ban it already? Yeah, it's quite a pile of shit we got to <laughs> go through today. <laughs> we got a lot of BS. Uh, let's kick it off with uh, now, now infamous uh, Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old accused of killing two protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, uh, wounding another. I think, I believe the man either lost his arm or had his arm severely injured. Uh, now, as, uh, as he, he was arrested, obviously, on uh, homicide charges, and uh, he's basically everyone's been scouring any appearance this kid ever had in life. And, uh, and here we go with the information war, Zach. Uh, we got one side defending him as um, yeah, basically saying this was a self-defense action. Other people saying he's, uh, 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 you know, I don't know not just a murderer anyways. Yeah. So it wouldn't, wouldn't be a mass murderer, but killed two. Uh, so as stuff would begin to surface, uh, we got this. If we want to just get right to this video, uh, it shows uh, Kyle Rittenhouse getting into a little scuffle. Um, let's just cut right to it. So you can't. Let me just pause this here. You can't see him. What? The, so the one, the Kyle Rittenhouse is in is in sort of a white shirt and then blue and red shorts. Uh, you can't quite see him yet. Uh, but there's a bit of an argument here, and let's just let this thing keep going. I, th- I think he's the one in the black shirt. Oh, black right there. shirt. I'm sorry. Yep, that's right. Black shirt. So you see him there. Yeah, black shirt with red, white, and blue shorts. Right. And he's still wearing those American flag Crocs, actually. <laughs> yes. By the way, let's pause this again. I like the the commentary of the two guys in the car. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys are doing? I think you at one point he watching? said, yeah. Oh, I don't want to give away what happens in the video, but. Okay. But I just like it. They're, they're just complete bystanders as if, I don't know. It just cracks me up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then there's Rittenhouse oh, sucker punching that girl right in the back. Punching a girl in the back, in the kidneys. And, uh, and yeah, so he joins in and punching this girl in the back. I said like a kidney shot, basically. I saw, I saw, I think three, three punches there. And uh, so great. Uh, <laughs> here's our. Here's our kid. Now, in the, by the way, I do want to mention, so that's uh, on the one side. Another side is we could throw this up, uh, a picture surfaced of, of Kyle, who seems to look different in every picture he's in, by the way. I don't know if you've noticed that. I have, yeah. Uh, but a uh, picture of him uh, here uh, uh, cleaning graffiti from a high school near Kenosha County Courthouse following another, re- another night of unrest in August 25th. So um, I don't know when the, what the exact day of the shooting. Maybe it was the day before, two days before. So, so on the one side, you got, wow, he's just a nice young man cleaning, cleaning graffiti out there to protect his, uh, 
to protect his community or just the community at large. But on the other hand, well, this, this kid was kind of a little shit asshole. Was, why is he punching a girl, right? I mean, this, yeah, this, 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 it, it seems like online right now, there's two sides. There's either you're, you think he's an American hero or you yeah. think he's a terrorist. Yeah. Right. And um, the way that the media and some of these websites have been portraying him with that is is crazy to me. That's, that's where a lot of the bullshit lies. You know, it's like you look back to some of these kids, like, uh, like Trayvon Martin, when he was murdered, like everything came out was like, well, he had marijuana in his system, right? Maybe, you know, he deserved to be murdered. He had marijuana. He was on drugs, but then it's like Kyle Rittenhouse kills two people, shoots another. And it's, oh, well, look at him cleaning up graffiti. Yeah. So this is, you know what I mean? There's this kind of like discrepancy between the way that people are portraying him versus how they've been portraying other people. So, uh, yeah, I mean, specifically, maybe we go to um, George Floyd. Um, that's obviously the big one. And then uh, Jacob Blake. Now, both, both men have extensive rap sheets. Uh, George Floyd, the, 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 the coroner report came out. He was high on meth. He was high on fentanyl at the time. Um, but, you know, that's, those are extenuating circumstances for the case. But when you bring up things like, say, George, like George Floyd, right? He was, there was an instance where he did like some sort of arm break in on a pregnant woman, something like that. He was arrested for that prize. But that doesn't have anything to do with what, why Derek Chauvin put his, neck, uh, put his knee yeah. on his neck. Those are separate instances. The issue going on here with Kyle Rittenhouse, whether he cleaned graffiti or whether he was punching a girl in the back, doesn't really, he doesn't have anything to do with him being out there, uh, or at least the circumstances legally of, of you know, whether or not it was actual self-defense or not. I think we, we get caught up in this yelling at each other that this is just you know, a needless spat uh, yeah. between people. What do you think of that? 100%. And that, that brings up a good point that I kind of wanted to talk about is that it seems like everywhere out there, it's either if you think Kyle Rittenhouse was wrong in what he did, then you must be a supporter of the riots and looting and arson. Right. You know what I mean? And if it and vice versa, right? If you if you support the uh if you support Kyle Rittenhouse, then you must not support the the looting or whatever. Exactly. Um it's okay for you to say both sides in the party were wrong. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I mean? Right. Like think about this. There's a basic human philosophy that we are taught from the time that we are babies by mostly by most parents, is that two wrongs don't make a right. You know what I mean? Can you, can you remember being told that when you were a little kid? <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Jimmy punched me. Well, you know, don't go punch him back or whatever. Yada, 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 yada. Right. And I, I think about Kyle Rittenhouse, who was a 17-year-old kid with a long gun who got his mom to drive him downtown to protect people. He's not on the police, right? He's not in the army. It doesn't matter what kind of cadet program he's in. You know what I mean? He's walking down the street with a long gun in plain clothes, in this day and age where like mass shootings happen all the time, if I'm in a group of people and I see a guy walking towards us with a fucking rifle in his hand <laughs> in plain clothes, it's not an officer. Your, your first thought is going to be this guy is about to, yeah. about to shoot people and murder people. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so if people see that and of course they're going to try to start hitting him or throw stuff at him trying to protect themselves because, you know, their, their first thoughts are this guy's about to shoot one of us. Right now, I mean, I mean, Christ, here we're going to litigate this whole thing. Um, I mean, many things can be true at once. Uh, in other words, I can see. I don't know where where you stand, but you know, unless uh, more evidence comes out, I can see a legal case for Rittenhouse uh, self defense defense oh, yeah. argument. You absolutely can, especially in the video. The, the guy's beating the shit out of him with a skateboard. Yeah. You got a gun in his hand. Of course, he's going to shoot him. Yeah. Right. The whole the whole the whole argument is like, was Kyle Rittenhouse supposed to be there in, in the first place? Exactly. You so, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. He gets down there and people start beating the shit out of him, throwing the things. <laughs> of course, he's going to shoot them back to, to protect himself. But it's like he's not a cop. So for him to go down there to protect to protect businesses, it wasn't his place to do it. You know what I mean? Mistakes. If he was a business owner down there and his business was in, on his own private property, then that's a completely different argument. But like yeah. when, you, when you're a 17 year old kid and you have your mom drive you downtown in the middle of something <laughs> that's already in the middle of violence, nothing good is going to come out of that. Terrible. And obviously, and, and, and that was borne out. That's exactly right. So, you know, it doesn't make it right. Exactly. He, there was no reason it, again, it, it was, there's no reason for him to be there. Now he did start off with a group of people who were doing just as what you described. Um, these are grown men. 
Um, they're out there, they're armed, and they were defending, just standing in front of the business and defend it. And then for whatever reason, and of course I did, a, I did an extensive uh, video on, on, the, on the, uh, the video evidence that, that great work by the New York Times, by the way, putting together all this. You can catch this out on our channel. Um, but for some reason, this kid just ends up, you know, uh, detached from that group and it's just running down the street. And, and I don't know what, you know, I, I can't tell you what goes on in the mind of a 17 year old kid uh, because, you know, I was there and I don't even remember at the time what I was thinking, um, you know, just the point where you're just a 17 year old kid and now you've got a gun. I mean, you're not rational at all. I mean, he, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Shouldn't have left the group he was in. Uh, it was just going to be an absolute disaster. I mean, I, I don't think you have a problem with that. I just want to just real quick before you don't have a problem with those people that he, he ostensibly started off with that group there that were protecting businesses. Do you, if they were protecting their own businesses? No. Yeah. No, not at all. Like if you want to protect your own business, that's your right as an American. But like, that's why we have a police force. Yeah. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to do, to protect. If the police force isn't doing their job, then that's a whole nother discussion, yeah. right? The police, we shouldn't have people running around with militias, running around with guns that aren't police officers. That's how people get murdered. That's how crimes happen, right? If, that's if right. The, yeah. If, so if the police isn't doing their job and people feel like they need to go that's around and, and do the police job for them, that's a whole nother discussion. Right. Yeah. But that um, is, that did, that did seed the circumstances for what we're seeing now though. Cause now people are be like, well, the cops aren't either side. I think both sides basically don't like the cops. Um, now yeah. sensibly people could be, you know, blue lives matter in theory, but if you, you know, uh, if, you, if you feel both sides basically feel like they need to take matters into their own hands, it is an absolute disaster. And then we saw it, uh, what happened just a couple of days ago with Portland about the, uh, uh, I don't know, the MAGA guy or the Blue Lives Matter guy getting uh, just basically just shot in the head for no reason other than he, he looked like a Trump supporter apparently yeah. so far based on the information that. So now everyone's taking matters into their own hands because the cops just basically refuse to do anything. I mean, we saw the video with Rittenhouse surrendering. I mean, he did the right thing, at least, by putting his hands yeah. up and surrendering. The cops just drove by him like, God, well, I can't be bothered with this. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, think, I think my biggest bullshit in all of this lies with just, just the fact that I said earlier, you, you can think both sides of the party were wrong, right? Yeah. You can, you can sit there and think Kyle Rittenhouse did something wrong and, and also think that the people down there that are causing trouble in the first place are wrong as well. Yeah. No, you know I, I mean? that, so. I'm the same way. And, and just, yeah, just because, just because Rittenhouse may be acquitted of his charges and it, it, it does, I, I think it, there's, he's got a strong case. And just because of that fact doesn't change the circumstances around it. He shouldn't have been out there. Uh, no, I mean, really nobody should have been out there doing what they're doing. No, I think no, no, no. And I, I think at the end of the day, you got to look at it like regardless of if it was self-defense or not, like two people died. Yeah. And one man right. lost his arm. I Two believe. people doubt one. Well, like you said, one man lost his arm. You know, would that have happened if, if Kyle Rittenhouse wasn't there, regardless of it was self-defense or not? No. At the end of the day, what good really happened out of this? Because now the mob is angrier. Now the mob is angrier. Two people died and someone's going to lose his arm. Yeah. In fact, I think uh, both sides are now further entrenched, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. It's just the anger, the flame is just stoked even more. Yeah, so because basically within within a couple of days of each other, we had the Rittenhouse thing, and then the the, the shooting of the of the MAGA guy. I'm just calling him that because um, yeah. I don't want to say his name. Or and we're still a little unclear on that, but I think they have identified the suspect. Um, and and actually, and just a side point too, um, for all this talk of of racial strife, a lot of this stuff is white on white. Um, you have white leftists against white rightists. Have you noticed this too? I did. And actually, when we were talking about all the struggle session stuff, um, or maybe you talked about one of your live videos, there was a really good um, tweet that I found. I don't have it ready, so I don't know. I can't quote it word for word, but it was saying um, something about how there's a lot of white people doing things like in that struggle session video we shared. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of mostly white people yelling at the other white people. It was like, you know, you are you are um, giving a bad name to the entire Black Lives Matter movement yeah. by doing these, these kind of things. So like you said, when you do get white on white crime like this, you know, it, people, people refuse to see that. They just sit there and say like, oh, it's, it's the Black Lives Matter movement. That's the problem that that's, you know, causing all this violence and everything like that. It's, you know, there's always it is interesting. It is, it is white against white uh, yeah. in that sense. And actually, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that was the original civil war. It was whites against whites. I mean, that was clearly what, what it was, but it was so 
it does muddy the waters, but I believe every one of these victims and perpetrators in both of these two shootings, because um, I saw a picture of the guy, of the suspected guy from Portland. He's a, he's a white guy. Uh, the guy who was shot was a white guy. Obviously, Rittenhouse was white, is, is white, I believe, is apparently white. And then, and then the guy with the gun, I, I don't know the, the first guy who got shot in the head, but, his, but I, my guess is he was white as well. Um, so, yeah, it is interesting the way the <laughs> – the hatred, the hatred out there. It's not just, it's, 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 uh, it's racially, it's racial, like, you know, informed, but ostensibly it's white against white yeah. and a lot of this stuff. Um, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, it doesn't even seem, I don't know. just another layer of division. I guess. Yeah. I've, I, I've been saying this for a while, like no matter where, where you are on the stance of, of police uh, reform or anything, there's never going to be true change until we put out the fire and can sit down and figure out what exactly to fix you know yeah. what i mean so until until that can happen uh, i don't i don't know when it when this all is going to end and that, you know, yeah and that's portland's big how long have we been talking about portland and now mm-hmm. kenosha there's another city is going to pop up in about a week or two right so uh, well i believe it's about i think the count is 90 days in portland uh, yeah thereabouts and yeah kenosha's new and yeah who knows yeah who knows what, what will happen next and that was actually that was a point i made just really quick that was a point i made about what the, the controversy going on in sports which essentially and you know which is part of the protest is you know i'm not going to play basketball until another man doesn't get shot by the cops well you know we live in a country with 320 million people and not everybody's a nice guy and cops are armed and not everybody resists arrest and and, and not every cop is a good guy either uh someone's going to die at the hands of the police. I mean, that's just a reality of life. I mean, you're going to put an impossible standard. Um, I don't know. I also, that, that's a thought of mine too. I mean, what, every time someone dies, we're going to shut the country down or something or, or have riots. That's not going to get us progress either. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> this is, this is a big one. This is something going on. Oh, Zach, is there a solution or is it going to be uh, is it going to be civil war or just civil war or a national breakup? I don't know, man. It's, it's smarter minds than me that need to decide what to do with this. <laughs> I just want this to end. <laughs> Although, uh, you know, if the craziness ends, Zach, we're not going to have anything to talk about. <laughs> yeah just like after the election we're not going to have anything to talk about right <laughs> and uh, we've, we've been we've been talking about this some internal discussions we we think um uh, right now biden is favored uh, certainly we've seen that in the polls and, and, and other places uh if if trump loses uh, the world is going get to get a lot more boring now a lot of people might be might be wanting that boringness to come back uh like the obama years or something but yeah there it's going to be a, a a much more boring world yeah i don't know maybe biden will go off the deep end like go full alzheimer's and start you know like being crazy and then you know he'll be like a, a crazier version of trump except he <laughs> won't know what he's doing you know what i mean and then it'll be like kamala will have to like babysit him and you know eventually you know then she'll be president and we'll see what happens then dementia will kick in because yeah. oh, because that's a that'll put up a great fight for uh and you know another illegitimate president it was a uh, wolf in sheep's clothing you guys knew biden his brain was breaking you, you 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 did the kamala thing so you could so biden could quit and then sneak her in okay so uh, we're setting it you up know, there's always going to be crazy shit in politics so i, I think that's we'll be true. sad i think we'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so we've got our uh, we have got our BS ometers act. Zachy and I give a rating of uh, zero to ten in terms of BS. Ten being the bullshittiest uh, that we can think of. We're going to rank these and sort them. So, uh, you want to go first with a BS uh, number? Or do you want me to go? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going high. I'm going nine. Okay, so you got uh, you got nine. I got an eight, and I also uh, I also pre wrote mine down. So that gives us a seventeen. And uh, it's a pretty high BS there. Yeah, absolutely. It's, 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 uh, it's about as bad as it gets. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's just the whole situation, the whole situation. Like, I don't, I don't want to sit there and say like, you know, it, it, like the Kyle Rittenhouse is the biggest bullshit thing in the story. It's, it's everything. It's on both sides. It's the media portrayal. It's just, it's everything around this whole story. Yep. And then the, the, the endless fights people have. And I, you know, I, I spend, I spend way too much time browsing Twitter about things and it's yeah. just the level of discourse is so bad. I mean, you wonder why, well, it, it's a, it's a, it's a self-fulfilling cycle that people retreat into their bubbles because when they come out of their bubble, they don't recognize the language being used by the people outside of their bubble. So they go back. Um, I don't know if you've, if you've gotten a sense of that too. I'm sure if you read like really lefty people or really righty people, you're like, is this even English? Like the level of having to deconstruct these sentences. Is oh, cool. yeah. 
All right, Zach, let's move on to story number two. The FDA, please don't drink hand sanitizer, even if it's sold in a beer can, Zach. We got uh, more people are, are trying, to, trying to defeat COVID. They think maybe if I, if I can drink this thing, it'll, it'll disinfect the body, or, uh, or maybe I'll ingest that this is sort of like the fish tank cleaner or the UV light nonsense or bleach or God knows what. Uh, a new warning from the FDA not to drink hand sanitizer. And the interesting thing about this, this, this story comes from uh, ARS Technica. It says a, uh, uh, the FDA on, on Thursday uh, issued a warning to customers about hand sanitizers that are flavored and packaged in food and drink containers, which increase the risk of people accidentally drink, drinking them, particularly children. It says the agency found that hand sanitizers with flavorings such as chocolate, raspberry, and in packaging, including beer cans, water bottles, juice bottles, vodka bottles, and children's snack pouches, some of which were marketed with cartoons aimed at children. Zach, have you, did you know this was going on? No. Why, if you're not supposed to eat it, why would you flavor it? I guess. What's the I, point in flavoring it if you're not supposed to eat it? That's just a waste of money for in, in production. Doesn't make yeah, any sense. It's ridiculous. Now, I don't know if, if by flavor, I, I don't know. And if, flavor, they mean like scented it? Yeah, I think so. I think flavoring is well. Clearly- that's a stupid word to use. That's that's bullshit. And that and then well, the that, that's quote. bullshit. Yeah. Now look at here. I I, I don't think uh, we talked about that, but here I actually found the tweet from the FDA. Look at this. One of them looks like it. This is that actually looks delicious. Cool. That looks like a refreshing beverage that I would <laughs> drink on a hot summer day. The one of the little raspberry can. Yeah, I want some of that. Um, this is, looks like some vodka there. That looks like a. a um, uh, like a Capri Sun or something. I don't know if they still make those or not. Uh, that that's a, and on the left that looks like a oh, this Dasani bottle. You know, I'm sweating. I need to have a drink. I, yeah, <laughs> it looks like a refreshing bottle of water. <laughs> and look at look at this, Zach. Look what I found. This is true. I mean, here's one. I just found this one on Amazon. Not to single this one out, but scented spray hand sanitizer, one ounce. You can get a choice, Zach, of fruitcake, chocolate chip cookie, <laughs> blueberry, lemon, peach. Oh, how about root beer? <laughs> Someone's going to spray that in their mouths, and it's going to be like on the movie Elf when like Will Ferrell <laughs> walks into the department store, and she was like, uh, you know what I'm talking about, where she goes to spray the perfume, and she yes. sprays perfume like right in his uh, mouth or whatever, and he's like freaking out. That's what's going to happen. I'm waiting. Um, there was one picture I saw of like a, the beer can. Where it does, it looks like a beer can, and the yeah, pouring yeah. It, it does. And I was saw that I'm like, I'm waiting for the videos of people to shotgun these hand sanitizer <laughs> beers. And that is the uh, that is the featured image here on this ARS Technica article. <clears throat> it looks like a beer can. Yeah, it says kills 99. percent You don't know what this is, right? Yeah. And you're thinking, I mean, make, people are so stupid that they'll be like, well, you know, alcohol based. I can drink alcohol. Uh, you know, we're back to this story back from March. Maybe this will this won't be so harmful, and it can uh, clean up the COVID. That's a good point. You know, when I was reading this article, I was thinking my biggest worry was babies thinking they're gummy candies or some shit. <laughs> um, like I know when I was little, um, they there was like Legos were getting really popular, and yeah. there was a company that made Lego candies. Basically, they were little hard candies that were shaped like Legos, so you could sit there and build with them. Like you would Legos, but then you could like eat eat them afterward. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And then um, I remember one of my friends like grabbed the real. This I was really we were really little. This is like one of my earliest memories. He like grabbed like an actual Lego and then like tried to eat it and swallowed it and was choking on it. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Because they look exactly like the candy ones. You oh. know what I mean? So it's like it's like little things like that. Like kids don't realize they just associate pictures and cartoons and colors with like food they obviously can't read their babies you know what i mean so yeah kids are very that's, stupid yeah that's um, your biggest concern <laughs> no I, that's great well that there was a recent story about a kid who had a, had a like a lego thing stuck in his nose for like two years and it finally came out but so i i, I finally you know it's, sometimes i think both of us are skeptical of of claims because particularly uh with what we would call fear-mongering um but I don't think so in this case. I think you're right. I think it's I think it's very likely for a kid to see this and oh, mommy, mommy had raspberry jelly. I want to drink it, or something. <laughs> I could definitely see that. And yeah. I mean, yeah, I think this is crap. I don't. I don't. Really, I just don't get it. I don't. I mean, who is this for? I guess. So I guess is it like um. Is the idea scented like, stuff for as like a, is I the know. hand sanitizer market so oversaturated right now that companies are like, let's make it look like a can of root beer. And then, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they can get sales, it's, but it just doesn't make sense. No, cause I mean, cause that my, one of my thoughts was maybe this is like, um, 
I don't like a lotion, right? Maybe, you know, instead of just plain lotions, got a crappy smell. So we, we sent it with lavender or tea tree oil or God knows what else is trendy. And it's uh, the same idea here, but root beer. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is this? Well, who are you marketing to? It is strange. This must. So, I mean, is this for kids? What adult would put root beer on their hands? <laughs> Someone would, I guess. Root beer scented hand sanitizer. So this is bull crap. Uh, and I'm not one for, again, I'm not one for like coming to cracking down on things like this, but this is bizarre. It's just make it as clinical looking as, you know, Purell, right? You don't, you have no interest in, in, in drinking Purell, do you? No. Whereas something like this, oh, this is, you know, maybe this is, this is vodka. This is Dasani. This is some, I don't know, some snack I can have. So absolute bullshit here. Uh, I, I'm ready to give a rating or give a, a score if you've got, uh, unless you have anything else on this. No, I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to score this thing a seven. What do you got? Four. Four? Oh, wow. Big divergence there. Yeah. I just think you should be smart enough to not fucking do it. I, I get my bullshit lies with the, uh, this, uh, uh, marketing to children with cartoons and stuff because, of <laughs> yeah. course, they're going to eat it. I'm, I'm, see, I, I'm, I was with you, uh, I guess if you were asking me a couple of months ago, I've just lost faith in humanity. I don't think any people are idiots. And, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's how it seems this country's going. So. That's pretty much where, yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of morons there. I, I think the, uh, you know, instead of giving people the benefit of the doubt, I assume that they're idiots. Are gonna, they're going to do the stupid thing. So maybe, maybe we do need to be coddled. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, I'm having a hard time with people lately. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, story number three. Uh, the, uh, the the bane of civilization, the thing ruining kids' minds and now uh, potentially contributing to the murder of people. TikTok fueling gang violence with video game style scorecards of murder and stabbing, Zach. Zach, this story, uh, of course, we talked about the corruption of the American youth on TikTok, I believe, last week. Now let's move uh, across across the pond to the United Kingdom. Uh, this is a story, and you can find this uh, elsewhere, but this is from... Uh, uh, volumes.org uh, see exclusive exclusive experts in gang culture have accused Chinese social media giant TikTok which has 4 million young users in Britain of helping stoke up tensions in luring in youngsters uh, it's been used to uh, they use basically like a video game style scorecards of murder people sharing uh, what they've done this is online uh, so okay so this is really interesting online videos boast of horrific knifings and shootings carried out by gang members and they drill the drill music scene a violent subgenre of rap but have you heard of drill music i have not heard of drill music until this. Right. Well, i look some up though it seems like it's exclusive to the uk because every drill rap music i found was uh you could hear like a british accent nice so they're creating their own they've got their own <laughs> crazy yeah. culture so that so was it was it catchy at all or was it yeah, I like that. I'd probably listen to it. Okay, yeah, so we'll see Zach. I was into it. We'll see Zach getting into drill music and uh, and posting his TikTok scorecard. Uh, actually, let's let's. But yeah, my this. scorecard will be like the most mundane shit though. It'd be like this like murderous rap, like uh, gangster rap, and it'll be like like one cleaned the uh, dishes, like two, you know, uh, fixed the uh, faucet, picked <laughs> up my dog's poop. Yeah. Uh, so here, so thuggish lyrics and slick uh, drill rap videos have been linked to an, an explosion of murders across the UK's inner city. So um, you could throw up this picture, Zach, which shows um, uh, basically shows what people post, and you could see this. Now this one seems to also uh, it doesn't seem as you scroll through here as we talked about uh, similar to the Rittenhouse situation. This but also um, doesn't seem to it seems to cross racial lines as well. There's uh, both black and white getting involved in this nonsense. Uh, now look at some of this, this language is a little weird here. Uh, so I looked up, so like you could see uh, banged up, chinged, uh, bored. <laughs> St well, stabbed, we know what stabbed is. Well, how about this made incog? I don't know if that's killing. Uh, did, you, did you notice this drenched? Mm-hmm. Did you notice what this is? Yeah, I don't know what it meant, but like I, I just figured it was like new slang for. Yeah. So, chinged, so I looked this up on <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Chinged means uh, a London drill. So, it's from this, this must be part of the subculture and the rat mm -hmm. is uh, saying, used to describe uh, stabbing someone, uh, for example. Did you hear Bonnie's dad got chinged? I don't know. And so, <laughs> we got another one. Chef, same deal. It's another, uh, oh, maybe like a chef knife. You got chef. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then drenched is another one. 
uh, maybe drenched with blood, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, so strange there. <laughs> so here they, I mean, basically uh, stabbings, killings, and posting it on TikTok. And you could certainly, we'll, we'll share this article, but put Yoshi on life support, stab Ricky in the spine and left him paralyzed. I mean, this is crazy stuff, Zach. Yeah, it's fucked uh, up. To what almost, it's almost too hard to believe. Like, why would criminals actively put their crimes on social media for like the police to see? Does that make sense to you? It, it, it doesn't, but this is nothing new though, right? I mean, if people would brag about this stuff. I, I think this is how you get, I guess, cred, credibility. Uh, so yeah, that's, we've been having, there, there has been violence and killing and everything in every kind of music for a very long time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, generally it's usually the more like fringe versions of music, like drill rap is very hardcore rap. You talk about like death metal. There's a lot of violence in like death metal music. You're not going to hear it in like country music, you know, um, you know, unless it's someone King, someone's car, some shit cause she cheated on you or took your truck with your dog. I don't know. Some yeah. Stupid. Yeah. But, well, also, but I don't know if it's real, but like in breaking bad, they had that, it was that subgenre of uh, Mexican music that was about killing and gang violence. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. Um, so there's always been glorification of violence in media. It almost wonders if you think like the, like all this stuff started because these drill rappers were just trying to get cred, like you said, and like make it, make their lyrics seem legit. And then maybe it took, just took off and people started taking it seriously and actually started committing crimes and doing it that way. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like it didn't actually start out being serious, but it ended up like taking on a whole form of itself. That's a good point. So like, I guess back in the day you had like a radio or then you had, you could sell like a vinyl record and then tapes, CDs. Um, and then, then came along like MySpace and stuff like that. And I guess each or certainly television as well. Um, so you're saying basically, uh, this has always been going on and this is just another version of it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing in this article that stood out to me was the quote, um, from Dr. Simon Harding is uh, from the National Center of Gang Research at the University of West, West London. Apparently, that's like a position there. Yeah. But it said previously to be part of a gang, it used to be that you would have to actually live on the estate and associate with a group of gang members. And now with social media, you can hook up with a gang, be recruited mm. by a gang, be groomed by a gang, all virtually without living anywhere near the same estate. Mm. I think that's the most dangerous thing to th in this whole article was because it seemed like gangs were people like from certain neighborhoods. Right. You know what I mean? Where it started out like, it's not, it's not just, it's just, just black gangs. It seems like a lot of people you see in these videos were black, but like think about like the Italian mafia, right? That's a gang. Yeah. That's a, that just commit all kinds of violent acts, right? You, that usually pops up from these little Italian suburbs, right? Or, or the Irish mafia, the same thing. You get these little Irish, mob, the Irish suburbs that start a gang because they're in this community together, right? Um, so yeah. No, the yeah. fact that this starting to cross over into social media now, if this is a real legit thing, I think that's the scariest part for our youth. And I, I think what it comes down to is you just have to like, but this is like, it's always been, you just have to teach your kids right from wrong and be like, Hey, don't fucking go stab or shoot someone yeah. because you'll go to jail friend. You know, I think it's just about having honest conversations with your kids about what's well, right and wrong. I think sometimes when we try to shelter our kids, it just ends up like, you know, they're going to be exposed to this stuff regardless. That's true. Uh, but what about say, um, what about the potential? I mean, social media is, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I participate just like anyone else, but I would call it kind of a low level drug in a sense where you can, you get a, you get a, uh, I don't know if high is the right word, but you can get a high if that's the right term for getting lots of likes, retweets, yeah, uh, posi positive replies. So what extent, I mean, even going back to like last week's example with trauma porn and then into this, you know, the person who, and I actually, I'm, I do wonder now, just side point too, how much of this is actually true? Are people just bragging about things that they didn't do? Um, but for those who do think, um, you know, if I, if, I say, if I go and I stab someone and I post it on TikTok, I can get a lot of likes, retweets, people will, will I can, you know, get credibility. That does, we all have that in us, right? So um, I mean, what do we do about that? I mean, because that, 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 it's not just about this. It's about the way, so the way our, our brains kind of react to social media. Yeah. I, I mean, why is it even shared in the first place? You know, why do you want to share something of someone getting stabbed? Um, I don't know. So. And, and as you said, what do you do about it? Do you ban? I mean, like, so whatever the thing was before TikTok, it was, you know, Facebook or whatever. I mean, we don't get rid of Facebook on account of it, but I mean, there should, there should be, 
but there's got to be a middle ground here between letting it run wild and banning it, right? So, I mean, would moderation be it? Would it be – what would be your – That be has system? to be the key. I mean, it's, it's moderated in the, in the same way that everything on the internet is moderated. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't put anything you want on the internet, so why should you be able to put anything you want on TikTok? I agree, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's really – this is strange this is one of the but this is this is just really bizarre to me it's strange it's almost it's almost too hard to believe it's almost too hard to believe you know what i mean that this this would actually exist yeah and that's why i was thinking i i I don't know what the ratio of of uh like when someone posts like 10 things in their tiktok of all the people they stabbed or shot or killed that's why i was kind of hinting well you know some of this could be fake but there are real victims of this too there are real victims like a fake phenomenon or something where people are where it's like it just it's like a virtual gang kind of a thing but it is real i mean there are real victims here it's crazy um people see it and they want to they want to you know they see that life of a rapper and they, maybe they want to recreate it. Maybe they say, well, this is what I have to do to be famous. Maybe that's what I need to do to shoot somebody or uh, to be famous. I got to stab somebody. I mean, it's kind of like, this is kind of like a loose connection, but like, I don't know if you remember on the old episodes of South Park, Kenny would always die and come back to life. Yeah. Right. There was a story back when that happened a long time ago where like a kid actually like jumped off a building because oh, really? he thought that he would come back to life because uh, Kenny always came back to life in South Park. Oh. You know what I mean? So we're sponges like, you know we think everything's real and you know we take it all in it's you know well it's just like that old age-old debate about violent video games right does it does it make kids uh does it make them more violent or not i don't i don't, I don't know the answer I, I know that certain things certain kinds of media um it's hard for some kids to understand it and contemplate separate what's what's fake from what's real um that's just an ongoing struggle and but this is so strange <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just <laughs> I, I just uh, this is a fascinating story. You could again, you could well, well, maybe we can link to this. Uh, yeah, I think Snapchat is the one social media platform that I think is the most dangerous because it dis- everything disappears within. You know, what is it? I don't have Snapchat, so I don't know. But you know, you either. send someone something, and they have a, a certain amount of time to look at it, but then it disappears forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, I think that's the most dangerous. You can send someone anything, and then it goes away. Right. right. Yeah, coordinate God knows what, right? You know what I mean? Like if there's like a pedophile out there and sending a little kid a picture of his junk or something like that, like that's going to go away in 10 seconds oh, or whatever yeah. that may be. You know what I mean? Like things like that, or in this case of, gun, of violence, you know, like if he sends like a TikTok, if like a gang member sending a, something to like a fellow gang member, like, hey, look at this guy I just stabbed, like the evidence is gone in 10 seconds. So have we found, have we found the, the one app you're willing to ban? <laughs> <Is that laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Great. All right, uh, let's move on here, Zach. Uh, what do you got for a uh, score on this? Eight. Eight? Yeah, I got seven. So we got 15 there. So that's now in second place. Uh, yeah, just really stupid. All right, uh, let's move on to story number four, Zach. Uh, this one comes from the Daily Mail. It was almost like Mardi Gras. More than 200 University of South Carolina students ignore masks and social distancing for a packed pool party despite outbreak of COVID-19 on campus. So we got a, a large party of 20, of 200 people rather. Uh, and we get, we could show some of the pictures here going on. Uh, the fire chief actually shut it down. Uh, people just hanging out, drinking, packed in the pool, not wearing masks. Uh, and, uh, so they, they've already got an outbreak that the school has an outbreak and they got 553 active virus cases on, uh, and sorority houses and on campus. Uh, so they had a quarantine and meanwhile, while they're quarantining people, these guys were having a giant blowout. Yeah. Apparently this hotel or motel or whatever it is, apartment complex where the whole party happened, apparently like it's all, uh, college students that live there. So like, Hey, we're quarantined anyway. Let's all go out to the pool. And, uh, you know what I mean? I think the best thing I took out of this article was that, um, says no tickets were handed out, you know, but they were just given a warning that, that, you know, you don't have to ruin these kids lives. Just go there and be like, Hey, stop being a fucking idiot. Go, go back to your room. You know, let's break this up. Um, so, so, I mean, I wonder though, I mean, um, maybe BS is what do we expect college kids to do? Um, on on one level. Um, I mean, do we expect them to sit and, these are, you know, 18, 18 to 22 year olds, roughly. Um, do we expect them to sit into their house and wear masks 
when they go over to their buddy's house and to keep gatherings of 10, 10, 10 or less. I mean, I know this is, this is absurd <laughs> how, how packed they are in here. Yeah. Um, you know, when there's a pandemic going on, but what, what, what are our, what are our legit expectations? I don't know. I, I, I tell you what, if, if the worst thing you got to worry about with kids that age and college kids is like gathering together for a pool party. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> They could be on TikTok stabbing people apparently, but you know, we don't have to, you know, if they're just having a pool party, it's like, whatever. Like there's, there's like in Baltimore, there's this like gang of like, um, of uh motor, like dirt bike riders that go through the streets. They're called like the 12 o'clock boys. And it's like every summer, not this summer because we're not down where no one's, no one's around. But like, I know prior to this, it was like every time you would just hear like the dirt bike engines be like, there's the, there's the 12 o'clock boys or whatever, like just zoom and passion and everything. And people get so riled up about them. But I'm like, dude, if the worst thing that you have to worry about for like teenage kids in a bad area of Baltimore is just to ride dirt bikes in the street. I'm like, that's like, is that all they do or do they, they just ride or? Yeah. Okay. Some people say they're involved in the criminal. I don't know. I've watched a documentary about them where it's just, they're just these kids that have dirt bikes and they just ride them around. Okay. Well, that's not so, I mean, that's, you know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of, he said, she said, but I, I did see a documentary that someone, a local Baltimore filmmaker made about them. And it was like, these were, some of these kids were actually very intelligent and talented kids. And they are just like to ride dirt bikes. You know, it, it gives them an excuse to like, not, you know, something to do rather than just go like sling dope or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so just, it's, it's like a release for them. Yeah. As if people just don't like the, it's just cause they're loud and yeah, it's just, just people just don't like them. People just don't like them because they like the bitch about disruption of traffic or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, but who cares? It's like, yeah, you, you got to sit on your brakes and not move for two seconds while like the dirt bikes go past you. But after that it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. It's not that big deal. Well, as long as that's all they're doing, then I guess I wouldn't, I mean, I probably wouldn't shake my fist at the, <laughs> too much <laughs> they're just driving by but if, if they were like riding around and like menacing and then using the fact that they were on bikes to be able to get away that might be something different but the way you're describing it doesn't seem to be too big of a deal uh, i want to briefly just um take a look at cases here uh so this is um active cases of so you know i mean i don't know there is under 100 uh <laughs> about a week ago and now we're at yeah just under 600 as we mentioned earlier yeah it's uh, climbing and you know so, but you know, they tested uh, almost nine thousand tested negative. Um, so it's it's pretty small. And as you said, it's just college kids. And now the, the worry is, uh, what they might go home for the weekend, get mom sick, or might get grandma sick. Maybe just tell your kid, don't come home. Yeah. I, you know, I think we gotta. Maybe people need to be responsible in their actions, right? Just like. Um, I don't know, I had a conversation about this with um, about athletes that some of them had op opted out of the NFL season. I'm like, well, if you're worried about getting some older person sick, just don't go to the older person. Don't go home to mom or don't yeah. go, you know, just to say, look, I'm, uh, I'm just like what they're doing with the, with the, with the NBA bubble. That makes sense. You know, yeah. don't, don't go out there and uh, go see grandma for, for a month or two. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The NFL players quitting uh, or not playing this season is, is there's a lot to that. Cause there's, there's some reports going around that um, some players that think they're going to be cut are, were canceling before the cuts were yeah. made because they could still get their paycheck. Oh, there you go. And then yeah. they could claim I wasn't cut. Yeah. yeah. So when they go to the next team, I just was doing it for health reasons. Mm -hmm. so, someone's always running some kind of a scam. So, yeah. so, uh, so I think this one is, I'm, I'm done with this one. If you are. Yep. Okay. So I'm going to give this one. I actually think this is pretty low level BS. Actually it's BS. Uh, I would, I would put this one more a little bit in, in terms of fear monitoring. So I'm going to give this thing a four. Okay. I was going to go six. Okay, six, great. So that gives us a ten. Uh, actually, puts it in fourth place. Now, let's move on to our final, our final topic, a story out of Buffalo, uh, Buffalo, New York. Uh, Tanawanda residents want—that's a place I'd never heard of before—want a new policy that allows police to accept quote sexual gratuities. Zach, uh, following tawdry rumors over a sec over sexual mis misconduct allegation against a popular career police officer, uh, Brent Ryder, age 46, several town of Tan Tanawanda, <laughs> sorry, residents are pushing the town board to change its policies to allow officers to receive sexual gratuities while on duty. The policy would not allow offers officers to request sexual gratuities under any circumstance 
But in the event that such a non-monetary gratuity is offered, the officer would not be punished for accepting it. So long as the accounter is less than 15 minutes and the officer declines to take his next scheduled 15-minute break. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> what if he only lasts like five minutes? Could he still take like 10 minutes of his following break? <laughs> this is so fucking crazy. It can't be true, but it is. We like looked into it. <laughs> I like to quote in this article that says, in this political environment, with all the horrible things being said about our police officers and the national media, this policy would be a real morale booster. <laughs> Said a person in the town. Of course it would be a morale booster. Are cops just going to start pulling over every hot person they see in the hopes <laughs> that they'll be offered a blowy? Like, come on, man. I love it. Yeah, that's from uh, one, of the, one of the residents who, who must uh, – her name is Karen, oddly enough – uh, a resident who's, who's supportive of the change. Something tells me Karen is a big fan of the cops. And, big uh, fan. <laughs> I, I think there was another, another quote from this same uh, Karen that said, people should feel comfortable expressing how much they appreciate the police and all the work they do. I'm <laughs> sure you're going to show them a lot of appreciation. Like, I think, it, I, if this actually like passes, which it won't, but if it does, <laughs> for some odd reason, you are going to have people being applying to the Buffalo Police Department in masses. <laughs> right? That's a great. That's right, because that's when one of the one of the concerns, Zach, is all this uh, anti-police rhetoric. Yep. Uh, cops being fearing for their jobs, uh, getting, getting you know, or attacked by the mob or whatever. That maybe we're not going to be able to attract good people, good men, good men and women uh, to the job of police officer. And now this could be a way forward for police reform. I think in anything that, that Congress or the president want to take out for police reform, I think this is an absolute first step. What do you think of that? An absolute first step. Oh, man. Unbelievable. It's like unbelievable. Karen. I bet it's... Karen really likes a man in uniform, Zach. What do you think? She has to. Th she has to. She's she's like, damn it! I could have gotten out of so many tickets if, if, this, if this law would have just been passed. That's true, because all because this if this passes, then suddenly the town revenue from citations will drop precipitously. And it it's it, this isn't going to pass, so I don't even know why I'm going to entertain this idea. But it, I this is so damn dangerous. Like this is it, it's it's it would be disgusting because like how often would like. People start driving their cars before they're 18. You know what yeah. I mean? Kids, yeah. kids start driving when they're 16, right? What, like, if this passes, like, where, where, where's some kid with their learner's permit going to be like, cop, like, listen, officer, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then, yeah. sure enough, now we have, like, cops be openly being, like, pedophiles, right? There you go. Great point. And I'm even thinking, too, um, I think this puts the cops in danger and at risk because they could be potentially lured into a situation that uh, they can leave themselves open for ambush or something like that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'd be smart enough to be like, um, no, as tempting as that may be, you know, um, person, I'm not going to, you know, do uh, sexual favors. Here's your red light <laughs> ticket and be on with your day. Uh this is hilarious. Uh, it just it, it is it is uh, it is too ridiculous to be to be to be considered real. Um, so yeah, but I, I really like the the time restrictions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fifteen minutes. But as long as you give up your your following fifteen minute break, we're gonna we're gonna codify this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is really silly. Cops are like, we've always taken took in, uh, sexual favors, but now we can just do it on the books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's well, you know. It, I, 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 there's my break, you know, I, I don't even need, maybe I just smoke a quick cigarette before then. And top it all <laughs> off. <laughs> so, so with this, you know, we talked about forming a BS party, Zach. Um, yeah. And maybe, maybe we need to, maybe we need to, 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 to get on that a little bit before the election. We can maybe come up with a platform. And I would say uh, this would be, this would be <laughs> the top of the uh, list. Police sexual gratuities. All right. Just absolutely nuts, Zach. You have any more on this? I do not. Okay. Neither do I. Uh, but maybe this was a preview of our BS party platform. I don't know. Uh, so I'm gonna, I think it's my turn here. So I'm going to give this a... Oh, no. I think it's your turn, actually. Go ahead. I, I'm going to go eight. Okay. You got eight. I got seven. So we got a tie for second place. Um, so, so we've got our five. We've counted down our, our BS, uh, top BS, top five BS stories of the week, as uh, seen here on your BSometer. <laughs> Patented. Uh, I will count this thing down. Number 
five uh, South Carolina kids, ga- University of South Carolina kids gather 200. In fact, a uh, party broken up as, uh, as there's, I guess, a COVID outbreak in the school. We're basically like, whatever. Let's <laughs> see to be our reaction. Uh, number four, uh, the uh, FDA says don't drink hand sanitizer as this bizarre trend of marketing and selling hand sanitizer yeah. in strange packages and in strange scents. Uh, they call it flavors. And then we have a tie for second place, the uh, sexual gratuities for cop story we just mentioned, as well as the this new, uh, the, this new trend in TikTok of uh, British gang members posting their stabbings and killings as some sort of video game. Very strange. And our bullshittiest story of the week, Zach, what's number one? Number one is the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Punching a girl video and among everything else around that whole entire situation. That is one big pile of shit. Unbelievable, Zach. Um, it is a absolute mess of a situation, and I think we broke that down uh, quite thoroughly. Um, and uh, just, just, just a total mess. It's absolute bullshit. The whole thing is bullshit. It's simmering with bullshit. It's exploding with bullshit. Uh, and that's why we are here to cover this for all of you. Uh, before we get out of here, I do want to mention uh, we, 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 we simulcast, I guess, uh, this, these episodes, these videos on Facebook and on YouTube. If you are watching on Facebook, I would uh, love it if you would comment below and uh, hit the like button. Share this video to someone you think will, uh, will benefit from it. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, to uh, also thumbs this thing up. Comment below as well. We will interact with all of you and subscribe to our channel. And finally, to head on over to informedamerican.com. Zach, what can they find over there? Everything political, current events, all that. You can also go to WallStreetWireNews.com for everything finance, RealHealthyNews.com for all things health. Absolutely. For Zach, I'm Dave, and I've had enough of this BS. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. (laughs) 